Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and it is my pure joy today to lead you in a time of revving the word. Revving means we're gonna move the word into us, we're gonna let it move around in us, and then it's gonna move out of us. I promise you that. This is a one-of-a-kind podcast. Uh, I'm sure and hope that more will start to happen, but what we wanna see happen here is that there are all kinds of ways to work out your body and apps to move and different types of workouts, but Revelation Wellness, the thing that really sets us apart is it's the Word of God, the Word that we aren't just hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Faith comes through hearing and faith must prove itself in deeds. Now here's what we're not gonna do. We're not striving. We're not trying to prove that we have deeds to prove faith. It is an outpouring, it's an overflowing. When we have faith working in us and we're believing, confronting our fears, confronting our shame, confronting all this bad news that gets stuck inside good bodies, then we can move out into full health. We have overflow. We're actually obeying the commands of God because it's good, <laughs> not because we feel like we have to. We know it's always challenging and always hard because that's how we keep flushing out of us any part of our hearts that might start to turn and wander and maybe consider, you know what, God's not good or he's not powerful or he's both. And that is truly the sickness of all our souls. That's what causes us to worry and stress. So we're going after it today. We're going to bring the word into it and we're going to leave transformed. Can I get an amen? By faith, you're going to leave different every day every day this is a practice little by little every day you are changing you are not the same man or woman you were yesterday okay i don't want to get too far ahead of myself because i have a couple of announcements be moving your body right now you're not laying down you've laced your shoes you're ready to go and you're just having a happy heart <laughs> tell your heart to be happy um wanted you to know our end of the year giving campaign you guys we are my goodness like three weeks away maybe a little under two weeks or a little over two weeks till christmas um end of the year giving campaign for us we have a goal here of twenty-five thousand dollars raised by the end of the year again this is a non-profit we are using fitness as a tool to break generational chains of physical and spiritual poverty this holistic thing we're doing so if you have been blessed here we just wanted to put a little bug in your ear that your end of the year giving, trying to square off your taxes, look for places to pour into at the end of the year. This would be a great place to do it. If you're being blessed here, consider it fully tax deductible, as well as uh, we're already, we have a $25,000 goal. We're already halfway there, but here's the fun thing, halfway there, which is amazing. End of the year, okay, so we still have some time. And the exciting thing is I get to do something I'm offering to anyone who donates $1,000 or more, you will be in my personal private group for the New Year Challenge, which is going to be the little way. The little way, talk about little by little. We're not gonna get all crazy and big in the New Year with all the big programs. We're gonna do sound small steps for 30 days together which will set a solid foundation 
for anything, other practices you might do in the year, as well as other things that we have coming for you. But we just want to, we don't want to be crazy. You guys, that's how 85% of all New Year's resolutions fail within the first three weeks. And the rest of them, the success goes lower that even to sustain the change that they have. So this is not, we're not doing crazy around here. We're doing simple and true gospel practices. So join us for the little way. The signups for the little way is going to start next Monday. But if you give $1,000 or more to our end of year campaigning campaign, you will be in my private face. Not it's going to be more than a Facebook group. We're going to do online training together. Um, none of that money comes to me. It all goes into the ministry to help us do this global thing of using fitness as a tool. So anyways, I know it sounds like a lot of money, but here's the thing. I just figured I'm going to set the bar high because that way I really want to work with a small group of people. I want to get my hands dirty again in terms of get in it with you. There's some new things that I'm learning, some somatic practices and therapies and ways to keep doing this and also get in it with you. I, want, I, I, I gotta stay close to the stories. And so I'm gonna get to do that right now. I think the group has about six people in it, which is awesome. We can go as high as about 12 to 15, I would say. So consider your tax deductible donation to go towards that, okay? All right, you guys, let's get the playlist going in three, two, one. Day. All right. Whew. Light feet. Corners of the mouth lifted up. Shoulders down. Lift your gaze just a bit. If you're hanging your chin, notice it. Lift up. Look over the horizon, the landscape, wherever you are. Take in your surroundings. Get a bigger view, bigger perspective, okay? Just notice things outside yourself. So God, we welcome you here. Thank you for the gift of breath, of life. Thank you for joy. Your joy that is our strength. And we're asking for lots of that today. Fuel us, feed us our daily bread. And keep us free from the things that entangle us and hinder us. Thank you for your love. We love you. Have your way. Everyone say, have your way. Move whatever needs to be moved. Speak to our storms. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, on a scale of one to 10, I want you to feel like you're about a five. One being laying in bed, staring at the ceiling, the alarm went off. 10, all out effort. I want you to move yourself towards a six, seven. This whole class, you're just gonna be around seven and an eight and again if you want to push to a nine 
at any time you can do that that just requires you to recover down have fun everyone promise me you'll have some fun do you know if you stress out about your your life your body your body will actually hold on more the very thing you're trying to fight is exactly what you get I love it you guys the law of nature the law of life is set up for love for release for surrender relax get a new perspective pick up peace lay down the war and how much of our discontent it just comes off of us it's us our perspective our views our filters our stories so let's get this right joy saved by grace through faith the battle belongs to the Lord all right so here's what we're gonna talk about today here's what I need you to know you do not need more willpower I do not need more willpower <laughs> I need more of God's love in me that fills me with power you guys God is love love is the great motivator the great calorie burn love the whole world He's looking for it, wanting some of it. Love. It's the highest call. That's why Paul can tell us hope, faith, and love, but the greatest of these is love. If I have all these gifts, all these talents, all these blessings, but I do not have love, I'm useless. Noticing your breath. You don't need more willpower. Here's okay. So here's the context for this. <laughs> I can remember. I, I, okay, I'm just saying. I need you to find the thing in your life where you get caught. You're like, I did it again. I, maybe it's you are short-tempered. Maybe it's you're fearful. Maybe you're quick to judge. You know, it's just the opposite of love, joy, peace. It's lower vibrations. Okay? You did the thing you don't want to do. When's the last time you did something you didn't want to do? You said something you regret. Come on. First of all, let's celebrate that you regret it. Praise Jesus. The worst thing would be apathy. You stopped feeling, you stopped caring. So let's praise God right now. Give Him worship that you are aware you fell short of the glory. Come on. This is why, guys, we have a culture in my home that when my kids fail, we don't panic. We're like, okay, this is good news. I know that sounds weird, but I'm like, no. We just got bad news something you did something wrong you said something wrong you acted wrong okay we're not gonna panic we're not gonna fear because we're told not to we're gonna overcome this 
This is good news. God is up to something. He's exposing for our own health to answer our prayers that this home would serve the Lord. Come on. So this is good news. So, whatever that thing is in you, because here, we're all here to work on ourselves, amen? Get your eyes off your husband, your wife, your neighbor. Work on you. Every great self-development teacher will tell you that you're responsible for you. But I'm not interested in you just getting better for you. I'm getting interested in you getting better for the sake of Jesus' beautiful name. That we wouldn't be hypocritical. Yes, we will make mistakes. Thank God for repentance and forgiveness and humbling ourselves to our brothers or our sisters. Come on, work it out, people. <laughs> Don't leave me hanging. Tell me you're with me. This is hard. But it changes us. It strengthens us. Saved by grace. Rich in mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. This thing is going a new direction. We are not the condemned. Okay, so here's my confession. <laughs> Keep your heart right up. Smiley. Light heart. Easy spirit. Easy yoke. So, um, probably for me, the still the thing, impatience. Shoo, anybody? I'm not, I'm not the most patient person. I'm an eight on the Enneagram. I also think I'm a one, we don't know yet, but I'm pretty sure I'm an eight. I'm a challenger, I like things. Like if we can do it, let's do it. Let's do it now. <laughs> What's the problem? Why do we keep talking around about this? Let's do it. Anyone? And this world is not set up to increase my patience. All these blessings of technology. Come on. So impatience. And I can remember, I have this memory, just the other, you know, something happened where I'm like, oh, Lord, increase my patience. And I can remember, gosh, maybe about 15 years ago, no, about 12 years ago, I went to a community Bible study. I didn't know any of the people there. I'm surrounded at this table by women at this point older than me for the most part. I was a young mom. I was pretty young. <laughs> Early 30s. And I remember we were talking about patience. <laughs> and there was this sweet little old woman in the group. And I'm learning the Bible. I'm, I'm strengthening and growing in the Word of God. I'm very aware that I need Jesus. 
And she said, oh yeah, patience. Now again, this is the oldest lady in the group. She's probably in her 70s. And when people in their 70s speak, listen up. She said, oh yeah, <laughs> I've learned that when I know and I ask the Lord to help me with my patience, <laughs> that I can expect something's gonna come that tests my patience. It's not like God sprinkles patience powder on me. He gives me a test. So I remember hearing that and kind of freaking out. Like, and I remember her saying, careful what you pray for, right? And we've all said that, come on. We've all said, careful what you pray for. You know what, I wanna take that back. Let's pull that back in Jesus' name. Don't be careful what you pray for. Pray unceasingly, all things at all times. Don't be careful with your prayers. But I know what her heart is saying, you hear me? And to some degree she's right in terms of, well no, she is right. God doesn't just sprinkle patience powder on us. But here's what my mind learned and I need to unlearn. When I need something of God, when I know my character is lacking and I ask for it, the first step is not to prepare to be sunk. <laughs> it's not. The first step, and I didn't, nobody taught me this, so I'm teaching you now. <laughs> so again, I began to pray against like fear, patient. <laughs> I don't want to be, have a bunch of tests sent my way because clearly I'm not passing them, Lord. So here's what the Lord's not trying to do. He's not behavior modifying us. He's not. He's not gonna go, okay, sit down, white knuckle this, here come the test. You can do it. He's not standing there shouting at me, you can do it. He's not, that's what the world does. So I was praying about this the other night and the Lord said, Elisa, you're missing it. I'm not interested in sending you a test until I have spent intimate time with you. It is my love, Elisa. You get my love in you, more love in you. You don't need more tests. You need more love. Come to me. Get the love you need. Grow in relationship with me, in my love, you'll pass the test. Come on, everyone. Hear what I'm saying. This is why we don't need more willpower. We need more power of God's love in us. We, need, we don't need more practice of rituals. We need a practice of relationship. I don't need to increase my patience. I need to increase my intimacy with God. And then, my patience will increase and overflow. Did you hear that? You guys, this is the ticket. This is everything. And by the way, you'll have overflow for everything. 
not just the next time you need patience, but the next time you need hope, you need joy, you need kindness, you need gentleness. You guys, he doesn't complicate us. God isn't running around going, okay, now go here. Okay, now go over here. Okay, now do this. He's not a circuit. <laughs> He's saying, sit under the weight of me and my love for you, Elisa. Just my love. So every time you open the word of God, you're reading it through the lens of love. Every time, if you guys, if you do that, trust me, you will want to read God's word. You'll be like, I want to hear more of how much he loves me. I want to know how much more he loves me. He loves me, he loves me, he loves me. It will change your DNA. Your brain is wired for love, belonging, and optimistic thinking. Come on, it's wired for it. It defaults into fear, scarcity, pessimism. It goes down to the reptile brain easy. You were made for the high places. A heart filled with love, joy, peace, a heart that makes you tingle, glow, smile. Your inner beauty comes from your heart, knowing you're one of a kind God workmanship. And then your mind says, as you wish. <laughs> is why David can say seek and know my heart know my anxious thoughts God get more of your love in me one thing I ask this is what I seek that I would dwell with you live with you cohabitate with you have intimacy with you all the days of my life come on this is what God is after listen you don't need more ritual. You don't need more willpower. You need more of God's transforming, life-changing power of love in you. It's His love. When I don't have patience, I don't have enough love in me. Go get more. Go, come on. We gotta repent. We spend more time building our kingdoms than letting God build His kingdom in us. Come on, come on. We want to be able, here is the answer is this. Whatever you're lacking, pray for it. Pray for it. Then find yourself at the feet of Jesus. <laughs> and then you're in his lap. And then you're in his bosom. And then you're on his shoulders. That's what he does. Come to his feet and he lifts you up puts you in his lap of love, safety, stronghold, shield, then he puts you on his shoulders. Says, tell me what you see. Huh. I see, God, you love me. I see your word says I can trust you, that you have given me a peace that surpasses understanding. I can wait on the Lord. I can be strong, be courageous. God is taking it slow for the sake of others, because he is a servant. He's not your slave, he came to serve. Serving you, serving others. So here's what we need. You don't need to fear, 
like the test. Press in for the intimacy. So that we could answer Paul's prayer in Ephesians 3, 14 through 19. Paul is saying, this is what I want. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, that according to the riches of His glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have the strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, the height, the depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And I don't have patience. I'm not filled with the fullness. If I'm filled with more of God's love, I won't need to worry about patience. I'll have it. It'll just be there. I'll be reflecting the glory of the Lord. I will be being transformed in His image with intensifying glory. The Spirit in me, the Spirit on me, love in me, love on me. Remember, above all things, put on love. It's your all-purpose garment. It's your undergarment. If you don't have love on underneath your armor, don't wear the armor. You'll hurt somebody. You'll hurt somebody with your sword and your shield. Put on love, compassion, gentleness, kindness, meekness. Put on love and you won't have to worry about the tests. You'll pray unceasingly because you'll be found in the inner courts. You'll be found secure. You won't fall for fear of whatever you see because the circumstances aren't moving like we think they should. That's us needing to repent of our idolatry of the heart, wanting to be God. You don't need more willpower. You don't need more patience. You don't need whatever that is. Pray for it, but be found filling in love. Because if you're filled with His love, filled to the fullness of God, the height, the breadth, the length, the width of it, you'll have that power to know that that thing that's coming to steal your joy or your peace or your optimistic thinking and speaking, it's a counterfeit. It's just a test. You'll be so filled with God's love, you won't be white knuckling it. Come on. You'll be able to understand when Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments, John 14, 15. If you love me, just love me. Let me love you. Be in relationship, practice more relationship skills with God than rituals. Come on, I want you to pass the test. I wanna get on with this thing. I wanna pass it. 
You guys, the love of God creates margin. When God's love is in us, we won't be able to knee-jerk like we once did. It will heal our old man. Well, actually, it will kill the old man and raise the new. But it'll heal the broken places because your heart is good. It's just broken. Your heart's good. And God says, come, work with me, walk with me. Take my yoke upon you, it's easy and light. Let my love fill you. So let's practice some love right now. Let me ask you this question. You ask this question, how do I know God loves me? Ask the Holy Spirit, how do I know God loves me? Next question, what scripture is my pocket sword for God's love to me? Come on, pull out a verse, anything will do. Go, speak them out. It's the Word of God that changes us. It's the Word of God that calls us. It's the Word of God. His love letter to us. What's His Word said to you about how He loves you? Say it out loud. Good job. And just to be clear, it doesn't have to have the word love in it. <laughs> it just has to evoke in you an inner glorious strength. It strikes the match of faith. So if you don't have a verse, or maybe you're just drawing a blank, first of all, I'm not playing. You are assigned this week. Get your verse. If it's just one verse, you guys, one verse. Uh, I don't have time to go into a testimony that I just heard on a friend of mine's podcast about how her husband committed suicide. And prior to him passing, the Lord kept, she had one verse memorized. She was a new Christian, 2 Timothy 1.7. And it's all she knew. And when a faith leader came to her in her time of distress and trouble, in her testing time. He said to her, what's your scripture? What's a verse God's given you? And all she knew was 2 Timothy 1, 7. Come on. And it ended up saving her and her children. 
<laughs> For the Lord did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I am not a broken woman. I can make decisions in this broken space. Come on. Know your verse. God's love. Psalm 91, 14 through 16. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Come on. Because he holds fast to me. Other translations say, because he has loved me. This is God's word back to you. Because you've loved me, I'm going to deliver you in love. I'm going to give you what you need in love. Because he has held fast to me. Hold fast. You guys, this is where it's relationship. It's not ritual. Cleave to him. Cleave. Cling. Hang on. Your hope. Cleave in now. Come on. We train because love is heavy. Train love. Come on. Let his love wash over you. Let his love fill you right now. Fill to the fullness of God. His love. More love. More you, God. Get in me. And now, here's what I pray. Come on. We do not approach sheepishly. We approach boldly. Love makes us bold. Love makes us courageous. We can trust his love. Because he's loved me, I will deliver him. Because she has held on to me, I will show her long life. This little patience thing, it's nothing. It's a gnat. And the lion says, come, let me love you. Good job, we have a couple more songs. You can be cooling down. We're just hanging on. Just be smiling, be hopeful. This is a good, this is why it's good news. Oh, you fell short. Okay, good news. I know where you can get filled. Hey, just a reminder, if any of this is breaking through to you, you are called. You are called to disciple others in this holistic message. Come to instructor training. It starts in the middle of February. It's coming up. It's an investment of time. It's an investment of money. Listen, Christmas is coming. Get investment. Get some investors. 
you're gonna get free. Oh my gosh, any other bobble you buy will come and go. But your freedom, which then shifts the generations, <laughs> people are investing in generations to come. Make the investment, instructor training's coming. Yes, this matters to me. I get so passionate about this because I'm just one voice. Could you imagine if all our voices were saying to people, oh wait, it's bad? No, it's good. Hang on, hang on a minute. <laughs> the overflow of love in me is saying, this is gonna be okay. Let's breathe together. Let's just sit here and praise together. God's gonna do something. We've reached the end of ourselves. It must mean we're standing on more holy ground. God, here we are holding fast to you. Deliver us. According to your love letter to us, deliver us. Give us what you say you died to give us. Help us find what we lost. We ask in your name, Jesus. So if you're interested in training, you go and download a packet. There's a link in the show notes. We're praying you in. Come on. So, I told you what you need to know is you don't need more willpower. You need more power of God's love in you. Get more of his love in you. Get his word in you. How do you foster relationship? You pay attention to that other person. When they walk in the room, you turn, you look. You say, hello, how was your day? How can I help? I wanna hear. You hang on their every word, you cling. You're in. And even when they do stuff to annoy you, you've already made your agreements. You're not going anywhere. I'm gonna learn something about you here because you are not a problem to be solved, but a mystery to be discovered. Why do I want you to know this? So that you'll stop praying the wrong prayers or be afraid to pray the prayers. Pray them. Ask. Get into his lap because you were found at his feet. Then he'll put you on his shoulders and then you declare the prayers for you and his people. Empower relationship. Talk to him. This is what I need you to do. Empower the relationship. Talk. And here's a big one. Leave room for him to talk to you. Leave room. I just left you some room to let him talk to you. See how much he loves you. I want you filled. I want you to pass the test. Not because you white knuckled it, because you overflowed. Because you had extra. Because <laughs> you could love your neighbor as you have loved yourself. As you have let, let God love you. And this is not just for your sake, but for others. That's what I feel like God's 
always getting us to. He doesn't just want to save us, but others too. He's a God of immeasurably more. When you pray for something for you, He wants it for all. And yes, He could just sprinkle the patience powder, but then guess who gets served? Just me. I got nothing to teach or give others. I have no living hope in me. He's a servant, not a slave. He wants to serve the world, for God so loved the world. He wants to give you what you need, and it's found in His love. Find it in His love. Filled to the fullness of God. Be filled to the fullness of God. Be filled to the fullness, God. Fill us right now with the fullness of you. And then God, keep it filling. Keep us coming and talking. Fill to the fullness. unceasingly nice if you haven't begun to cool down we'll do it now I want you to be able to be the people who can feel the weight of sin without sinning right to feel the weight, feel impatience, feel insecurity, feel fear, feel that, feel doubt. Listen, God is not trying to take away our feelings. He's trying to restore them. Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, or I could be wrong. It's not eleven twenty eight. Shortest verse in the Bible. You want to memorize a Bible verse today? You've never known a Bible verse. You can't memorize one. Here it is. Ready? Jesus wept. I don't know the address right now. It's escaping me, but that's it. That is a verse numbered. Jesus wept. It's in compassion and empathy that we come alive. It's in feeling the pain, seeing the enemy, the giants, but letting your faith rise up you were found in God's love you were found holding fast to him securing yourself to him I want you to see that vision of being attached at his feet attached in his at his hip attached in his bosom attached on his shoulders you're just climbing all over him and like a good father he's like yeah <laughs> you ever have it like that if you could get any closer you would just get in somebody yeah Come on. <laughs> I have a dog that if he could, he would climb into us. <laughs> he loves, he just loves this. I never want to be without you. <laughs> this 
is to be filled to the fullness of God and then we can boldly ask without worrying about the test. You're filled to the fullness of God. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you, God, that I know the ears that hear this and the hearts that are receiving it are hungry people for your love, that they are gonna pass tests PhD level, they never knew they could because they have secured themselves in your love. They are found in your word, day or night. Reading scripture before they go to bed, reading scripture when they wake up, reading scripture every time they want to scroll, they're going to read scripture. They're just going to eat, God. They're not theologians. They don't have to have degrees. They have to be masters of intimacy with you. That they have spent so much time with you. God, and I want you to do accelerated time with people, God. Accelerated time. Because <laughs> we're behind here, Lord. We need some help. Make us healthy. Make us whole. Get us fit for the call. We love you, God. All of us for all of you. Filled to the fullness. In Jesus' name, amen. Your cry.